Welcome to They Mostly Podcast at Night, episode 247, The Pale Blue Eye. Every heart podcasts a tale. What? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. Every heart podcasts a tale. Every heart's tale is a podcast? Well, that's not what it was, though. I like that better, though. Fuck you. <laughs> and the donkey you rode in on. I like it better. Too bad. Anyway, what's up? Hi, oh, Carnage. A I'm Hello. a donkey. Hello, Chaos. How are you? I'm also Bill the Pony. <laughs> I was trying to call someone an ass at work in a gif. Uh-huh. Gif? Gif. Whatever. On I am. Mm-hmm. You couldn't find any ass gif. I tried butt. There's no, like, it's like sanitized. So I'm like, fine, I'm going to call you a donkey because I can't call you an ass or a butt and you're a jackass. So donkey is what it is. So donkey it was. So you called them a donkey. I did call them a donkey because they deserved it because they were an asshole. Because they IM'd me and they said, guess what? And I said, God damn it. If you say chicken butt, I swear to God. She's like, ha ha ha. That's what I was going to say. I'm like, I'm going to beat this shit out of you yet. So yeah, they, she should. deserved to be called an ass. So. I'm going to agree. Thank you. Hard agree. Yep, definitely. So I am not the asshole then? No, you're not the asshole. God, I read that I'm, so much. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Note so to self, much, don't like, post on I am, am I the asshole? Because chaos <laughs> reads it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and I read it every night. So I do too. <laughs> I, I, some of them I'm like, I could tell right away what it's going to be. Like, mm-hmm. I could just tell. And then some I'm like surprised. I'm like, really? I know. They really? throw a twist in there and you're just like, wait, I wasn't expecting you to go that direction. Like, what are you people thinking? Why are you, why are you saying that they're the asshole? They're not the asshole or the other, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. oh, I saw the greatest one today. Okay. This parents of a new baby, their first kid. Okay. They're young. Um, they had rules for coming to visit the baby Okay, that everyone, regardless of relation or friendship, have to follow, mm-hmm. including bringing them, the mom had, you had to bring the mom a gift card and a toy for the baby based off of something off of an approved list that the mom made up. Okay. You had to bring them groceries and or takeout and you had to do a chore at their house. <laughs> yeah, they're the assholes, I'm going to guess. Yeah. Yeah. It was from the mom, though. She was like, am I the asshole for... And then, like, the husband's sister was going to be in town, like, only this one time. And she was a poor college student, so she didn't have money to, like, buy them a bunch of stuff. Right. And she was like, you know, like, please, I will clean your whole house. Can you just let me, like, bend the rules for me so I can come see this baby? I'm not going to be in town for another, like, six months or something. And they're like, nope. What dicks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And wow. they had the nerve to ask if they were the assholes. They're definitely the fucking assholes. Yeah. We need to change this podcast to that. We'll just start reading off and like judging people. Oh my gosh. We're that'd be so fun. So good at judging people. Secondary podcast idea. <laughs> people do that. No, like I've seen it on TikTok where like that's the podcast is that they read off and then they TikTok it like the different segments that they read off. Am I the assholes? And then they judge them. Like that is a podcast thing that people do. Let's do it. Okay. I think it sounds it's not fun. like there's like dozens of them out there already, but sure. So none of them are us. <laughs> True. 
It's probably a good thing. We are the judgiest bunch of assholes there are. I mean, for being Democrats, we're pretty fucking judgy. (laughs) No open mindedness here. No. You're an asshole. You're an asshole. We just think everyone's an asshole. Let's be honest. We just think everyone's an asshole. Everyone is an asshole, kind of. <laughs> in their own unique way. In their own unique Everyone's an asshole in their own unique way. So, your singing reminds me. We gotta tell you guys, this podcast almost didn't happen tonight. Because Chaos's couch <laughs> ate my phone. When we tell you that this couch is a black hole, yes, it it is. Like I, I've lost an earring that <laughs> we only found when you moved. Yep, I've lost my phone several times. Where I will go down and get my phone and come back up with spoons and mm-hmm. pens and all sorts of other, like this vacuum. Mm-hmm. Like it's a vacuum of space. It sucks everything into it and never to be seen again. Yeah, there's a hole in the lining. A pretty big hole in the lining and like stuff just slides down there and gets lost forever and we had like turned the couch upside down practically twice twice, Twice. trying to shake it out and finally carnage was able to find it and scoop it out but it was just like i thought we were gonna have to cut open the lining to the couch to get it out i did i tore into it oh you did yes i tore a little it's a little hole it's a little hole. You well, won't even notice. That it couch is so old. I don't care. I know, but it's my favorite couch. Though. I was ready so to get comfy. a pair of scissors no. for you. No. I know. We can't replace it because they're so expensive. We got that one for free like 12 fucking years ago or something. And there was nothing wrong with it. It wasn't even old when we got it for free. It was just that the um, the people wanted to change. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. They were just like, we want to change. So they Screw were getting you. rid of it. So... My dad brought it home, and it's that it's been that long. It is the best fucking couch ever. But it's great, yeah. It's really big, so you can curl up in it. Like, mm. oh, it's so nice. I, I sleep love, in it. Yeah, I love curling up in it when I'm feeling lazy. It's very comfortable. Ew, you're on my couch. Go yeah. away. My mm-hmm. couch. <laughs> and the cat uses your couch too. I know Winnie does all the time. Like I'm usually fighting Winnie for it when I come over. Yeah. Whatever. I can pick you up. You can't pick me up, Winnie. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Um, How was your week this week? Oh, it was okay. Monday I was super productive and like energetic and I got a whole bunch of stuff done. And then the rest of the, I think because like I was so, um, I don't know, I was feeling better than the week before. Like the week, a couple weeks before I was having a hard time. And so, like, Monday I was, like, I got my energy back and I felt great and I did all this stuff and I felt super good about it. And then, like, the rest of the week I was just, like, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. How was your week? I don't remember anything past. Well, no, I take that back. It was a tough week. Mm. Today was very energy sucking. Mm. But, like, I think it was Wednesday. It was a completely soul-sucking day is the only way I can refer to it. And it's like people were screaming and yelling and it was horrible and I just wanted to die. And it was bad. That's bad. And then my brother locked my cat in my closet for like 10 hours. I can't believe he did that. He's an idiot. Well, I actually, I did that to Jonesy once. For 10 hours? No, no, no. For for like 10 minutes. Okay, that's a huge fucking difference. 10 hours and 10 minutes. 
Well, I realized she was in there because she was like sticking her paws out under the door. And I, and I'm like, what do I hear like jiggling? Like it sounds like a door is jiggling. And then I look and I see these little paws coming out from underneath the door. And I'm like, oh shit, Josie's in the closet. And so I let her out. See, I'd already gone to bed for the night and I go to the bed with Bailey and I close my door. So um, you had no idea. So I had no idea and I couldn't hear her or anything until I got up for work the next day and I was in the living room and I was like, what's that scratching noise? Poor thing. All that time without a bathroom or water. She didn't pee or poo anywhere either. She's a oh, good girl. Oh, what a good girl. She's such a good girl. Went right to the food though. Winnie would have immediately, she would have been like, well, Winnie was traumatized by getting locked in a closet for like a couple of days mm-hmm. when my uh, <laughs> father was supposed to be watching her. And he didn't, and he locked her in a closet and then just, like, left the house for a few days, and she was all by herself. And so now, like, the second there's any kind of, like, forced, uh, you know, incarceration (laughs) where she's, like, closed into a room or something, she immediately just wants to, like, shit everywhere. Nice. Yeah, because she's, like... Oh my god, I'm never gonna have a litter box again. And it's like, oh my gosh, no, you're just in here for like a minute. Relax. We have a mystery pooper in my house right now. Oh no. So someone pooed and peed like in the same spot on my bed. Oh no. This is like three weeks ago this happened. So I've been keeping my door closed ever since. And I don't think it's Bailey because that's his bed with me. Like we sleep there. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. And I was like, okay, it's a one-time thing. It didn't happen again. No, my brother found out someone's been pooping in his in his room. He he lives in the basement, mm-hmm. and someone's been pooping down there. Oh, great! And like, I don't know how he didn't notice it before. Like, I can't smell, but he can. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how he didn't notice it. But I'm like, he's like blaming Bailey. I'm like, it's not Bailey, because there's no way he's the one that pooped and peed in my bed when that's his bed. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not Bailey. So we don't know who it is, but we're trying to figure out the mystery pooper. So, like you your old a, workplace. You need a, one of those pet cams to oh, watch God. them. We should do that. Yeah. Put it, like, so it's watching where they pooped before and see if they do, somebody comes over to do it again. God. Well, they're not coming into my bedroom anymore. Like, that's it. Like, there was a litter box, like, a foot away in my bed. Like, I keep a litter box in my bedroom for Bailey. And well, they purposely did that on my bed. That makes me think that extra that it's not Bailey because Bailey would have just used the litter box. Any one of them would have used that litter box. They did it on per. They, it was out of spite. And since Liam's long gone, I don't know who would spited me. Yeah, because I mean, I know Liam used to spite you all the time. Oh, whenever he got pissed at me, yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the only reason he did it. He'd get pissed, and he would do it purposely. Like he did it on my leather jacket one time, and then on my. For like if it was like a fur like a faux fur collar jacket. It's gonna say, please tell me faux fur. No, I would never have a real fur. Can't afford it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Leather's bad enough, miss. Oh, God. I can't talk. I used to have this gorgeous black suede jacket that I really really loved, mm-hmm. and then there was this market in Mentor a while ago, um, and and it had like a delicatessen in it, yeah, kind of thing. And um, we were friendly with the guy who ran it, and he worked in the deli. And one day, he was messing around with some kind of mushed-up meat, and he just plopped his meaty, raw, meaty hand right on the shoulder of my suede jacket and ruined it. (laughs) 
Ew. It was so nasty. That's gross, dude. Oh, it was so nasty. And I was just like, why did you do that? Like, I just couldn't believe. Like, he just went, boom, with his hand. And I just knew instantly that it was covered in gunk. And I was just like, why did he do that? Oh, my God. Because he was wearing gloves, you know. Yeah. But But his hands were just covered in, like... I don't know what it was. It was mushed up meat. Chaos never ate meat again. It was gross. I do eat meat all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, I try to go meatless like more and more, but I like chicken too much. Yeah, I can't go meatless. Sorry. No. Unapologetically. I do love fish. I do try to, I do try to eat at least one meal a week that's meatless and we eat faux meat at my house too Ew, yeah. gross. i like it your mom was vegetarian for a long while so that's why mm-hmm. yeah i can't do it oh she was vegan for a while in the 90s when like vegan food was not good because she used to cook it because it was she was the cook so if was she was, was vegan the 90s? everybody I it was, was early vegan. 2000s um well whatever it was still a really bad time for vegan food <laughs> It was like the cheese would not melt. They could not. Oh, I remember coming over to your melt. house for dinner one last time. And that's the last time I came over to your house for dinner because it was during her vegan phase. And it was just, yeah, even the, even she even made like bakery vegan. Bug. I was like, no, good. it wasn't good. Oh no, it was terrible. Vegan food used to be awful. It's good now. It's, it's a lot better and I've eaten it and it's you, there's actually some yummy stuff out there and there's a lot of meat alternatives that I like and I like plain tofu. So there's that too. You are plain tofu. I am not plain tofu. Your hummus. <laughs> I'll be a chickpea. That's fine. <laughs> but um, anyway, yeah. Um, I I do try to go meatless, but I still like chicken too much. I love chicken. Chicken every day. Yeah, and I have some vegan friends on Facebook, and they're always posting like their vegan memes, and I'm always like, yeah. I know. I'm a giant hypocrite. What can I say? But they think that um, plants scream when you kill them. So that's a thing that we can't hear that happens. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's definitely a thing. Yes. It is a thing. Um, Wow. All right, then. Should we tell them who we are and what we do? Yeah. Why don't we do that? That'd be great. It's been 14 minutes. I'll cut some of that out. No, you have to leave it in. Oh, all right. Okay. Oh, you know what's funny? Real fast. What? Speaking of that, you know how I, br- I brought up the meme last yeah. week? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I listened to the episode because it had been like three weeks prior when we did that last episode. And you had brought it up on that episode. I'm like, oh, great. Now we're talking about the same thing three weeks in a row. Good job. So, good awesome. Job for us. Good we job, rock. us. We rock. All right. Who are we? We are They Mostly Podcast at Night. Mostly. We are two best friends of 25 years who bicker and banter our way through a different horror movie each week. We take turns picking the fic. The fix? We take turns. See, that's another one we should. That's another podcast we should have where we read fix. Fan fiction? Fan fiction, yes. Yeah. We should have a fan fiction podcast. Would we have to like get permission for that, though? I don't think you do. I think you can just read them because they're online for anybody to read. Okay, let's do it. Um, Like bad fan fiction? Like brony stuff mixed with like poltergeist 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 i mean that could be our thing is we search out the weirdest stuff we can find but then you always run the risk of yucking other people's yum what does that mean you know like things that other people enjoy and you're just shitting all over it to be an asshole i mean that's that is us i mean why that's not really cool (laughs) that is us though Okay, fine. If we start being like, look at this crazy thing we found, and it's like somebody's favorite fandom, I mean, that's kind of shitty. 
You shit on my fandom all the time. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, that's different. It's you. Anyway, we have hashtag friendship goals because our friendship lives in the hashtag Mariana's Trench of Hate, where we go to MMA style duke it out in our very own octagon when we don't see eye to eye on movies. I don't think we've been to the octagon too much lately, though. Oh, we're going to tonight. Oh, okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, let me mentally prepare then. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, and... Uh, warnings for spoilers ahead and expletives ahead this is a brand new movie but yes we are going to spoil it spoil the shit out of it yeah that's what we do um yeah it was uh again we did the pale blue eye it was done in 2022 it was our rating it was a very long two hour and eight minutes oh my god and it got what i thought i read two hours and ten minutes oh see i said two hours and eight minutes maybe tomato meter has more yeah tomato meter says it's two netflix says Two ten two, so we'll go with them. Okay. Uh, it's got a six point seven on the IMDb scale. What about that tomato meter, though? Speaking of it, <laughs> so glad that you asked because you see the tomato meter is actually sitting at a sixty three percent. Excuse me, one second. Thought I was gonna burp again (laughs) again um critics consensus the pale blue eye lacks its source materials piercing gaze but this well-cast mystery is just intriguing enough to investigate audience score a little bit higher 72 percent nice yeah it's already had 168 um critics reviews and over a thousand audience ratings yeah, it. I went to look it up on IMDb because I have to go get the research for it, and it was like my. It was on my home screen. It was like the number one pick on IMDb this oh, week. Oh wow, so. cool. Um, should we do a little casting? Yeah, let's talk about the cast. I sent it to you. I know. I just have to pull it up every time, even though like I had it pulled up. My phone goes to sleep, and then I have to pull it up again. Mm-hmm. Likely story. So, shut up. Augustus Landor was played by Christian Bale. Uh, he was in Batman, American Psycho, and The Fighter, to name a few things. Edgar Allan Poe was played by Harry Melling. He was in Harry Potter, uh, The Queen's Gamut, and His Dark Materials. Yes, and can I say who he was in Harry Potter? You may. He was Dudley Dursley. Oh my god, yes he was. I didn't recognize him at first. I was surprised. Yeah, I um, I saw him in The Queen's Gamut because we, we brought him up last week too. Yeah. He was really good in The Queen's Gamut too, so I recommend that one as well, even though I never know you'll never watch it. I don't know. I like chess. You just said last week that you will never watch that movie. <laughs> I think it's on record. I think you actually recorded that you said that you would never watch this movie. Uh, TV show. Okay, go ahead. Keep going. I might have been taking the piss. Okay. Well, that's typical for you. Hitchcock was played by Simon Burney. He's a Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy, Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, and The Conjuring 2. Superintendent Thayer was played by Timothy Spall. Also in Harry Potter, The King's Speech, and Sweeney Todd. And do you want to say anything about this character? Yes. The reason why we mention Superintendent Thayer is because he is my ancestor. I am descended from his line. He is related to me. We are one. No, nothing. We're nothing alike. What? We're nothing alike. Um, It's got weird. Uh, my family came over. I think I talked about that when we talked about Bathsheba. Bathsheba but that was like four years ago. That was four years ago. So my family came over to this country in 1636. And <laughs> <laughs> Carnage is making jealous faces at me. Mine Whatever. came over in 1940. <laughs> 
And um, I am, so I am, uh, I can trace my lineage all the way back past that to England. And, and, and uh, before that, they lived in Denmark, but they got kicked out and went to England. But before that, they were in Bavaria. So anyway. Knowing you, no, I wonder why they got kicked out of Denmark. I know why, knowing you. If they're anything like you, that's why they got kicked out of Denmark. <laughs> well, they got kicked out of Denmark because they were Puritans. Yep, that's about right by you. <laughs> you asshole, I'm not a Puritan. <laughs> I'm the furthest thing from a Puritan. An unclean person? Yes, I'm very dirty. <laughs> Although I showered today, so... Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're I can smell or anything, but whatever. Um, anyway, he was a real person. He obviously, as I just said, um, but he was known as the father of West Point because, um, he really came in and like pointed the school in the direction that it has continued to this day. Um, and yeah, it's just, I don't know. It just kind of like boggles my mind how they were just farmers that came here because they didn't, they couldn't practice their religion openly and whatever. But then they like became, they really helped shape this country, which is weird to me because. And then they pushed their religion onto others. Yeah. Which is totally hypocritical. Just saying. No, they're definitely the colonizers and I'm, I'm not trying to make them out to be something that they're not. I mean, I am descended from colonizers. It's true. No, I know. I'm just saying it just, you know, they were persecuted for their religion, and then they're going to push it on everyone else. I'm just saying. I know. No, I mean, they were persecuted for their religion because their religion was fucking balls crazy. Hey, I'm going to test your Harry Potter trip right now. Like I said, Timothy Spa was also in Harry Potter. Do you remember who is it, who he played? No, I have no idea. Peter Pettigrew. Oh. That's what I knew. Okay. All right, let's keep going. There's actually oh, four Harry yeah, Potter characters. Oh, yeah, I did this, know that because now I remember what he looks like, and he definitely looks like. I remember watching the movie going, oh, that's Peter Pettigrew. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, okay. Dr. Marquis was played by Toby Jones. Is Ticker Taylor, Soldier Spy as well, Hunger Games, and The Mist. He was also on Harry Potter as well, but yeah, so was Simon Burney. So. Well, who was Everyone he? was in fucking Harry Potter. And, and if you're from England, well, I was going to say they're British, aren't they? <laughs> I think it's like a citizenship requirement, like for an actor. If you're one of the Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings, yeah, one of the two. One of the two or pick you're not one, British, or you're not British. It's just that's the way it goes. Cadet Marquis was played by Harry Lotley. Uh, he's in an industry benediction and City of Tiny Lights. Sorry, that was Lottie, not Lotley. Correct. Um, Leah Marquis was, is it Leah? Leah? I thought it was. Leah? Okay, I can't remember. Leah Marquis was played by Lucy Boyenton. Uh, She's in Bohemian Rhapsody, Murder on the Orient Express, and Ms. Potter. Julia Marquis was played by Gillian Anderson. Of course, a fucking X-Files, but also uh, she was in The Crown and Hannibal. Hell yeah, she was. (laughs) I love Gillian Anderson. Jean... Pepe, Pepe, Jean Pepe, Jean Pepe, yeah, was played by Robert Duvall. He was in The Godfather, Apocalypse Now, and Gone in sixty seconds. How did I not know Robert Duvall was in this? You movie? didn't know that? I didn't make the connection. I mean, it's kind of like an honorable mention because he wasn't in it a whole lot. But oh, okay, neither was Timothy Spall as Superintendent Thayer. So. No, but thank you for adding him in there because I got very excited when I realized that, yes, my ancestor was... I got was... very excited that Timothy Spall was in it because he was in Harry Potter. Because so. he was in Harry Potter. So. <laughs> All right. Do you want a little summary? 
Yes. Yes, I would love one of Carnage's famous five-second summaries. Man enlists a young Edgar Allan Poe to help solve a murder, and things go awry. Yes, they do. I mean, they don't really go awry. Okay, so I picked this flick. Yes. This is my pick. Obviously. Um, because Obviously? Because I'm an idiot. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I trusted Netflix and IMDb, who both put this in the horror category. I don't feel like this is a horror. Yes, there's death. Yes, there's some like a satanic. But it's horror adjacent, it's and horror that's adjacent. good enough for okay. this podcast. Well, as if we're going to say know. that, then the Water Boy is horror adjacent. No, it is not. <laughs> However, Titanic might be. Fuck you. <laughs> you don't say that too bad, Titanic. No, because then she's going to. It's a hell of a ship. Dun na na na. I hate you so much. Uh, we're not doing Titanic. Just relax. That movie's too long. That movie's too horrible. But how we, we could have talked no, 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 more about no, no, no. my ancestors, though. That's all I'm saying. No, 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 no. Your reason, your compelling reason for not doing it is that movie's too long. Not that that movie's too horrible. Really? That's where you went? Because there was fucking enough room on that door for Jack. That's all I'm going to say. She needed the room, okay? Why did she need the room? Mythbusters busted it. She could she, get a fit. She moves around in her sleep. <laughs> She's a selfish bitch. That's all we're going to say. What do you care? Those people weren't real. Yes, they were. No, they weren't. Well, not Jack and Rose. But yes. I'm sure there That's was, what I'm talking I'm sure, about. I'm sure there was a fucking couple on a Titanic where there was room enough on a door and some woman in first class said a guy in steerage said, no, I'm sorry. There's no room for you at this inn and made him drown. I don't know because, you know, like my family member who was oh on God. the Titanic, he stayed back so that his wife and child could make it off and live and he died. So... What does that have to do with there being a door? The men let the women go so they could live. But there was room on the door. <laughs> Nobody had a door. It was a king-sized door. You could have fit another adult man and four children in Nobody it. Nobody had a door. There were doors. All right, we should probably get to this movie. Anyway. No, so- but you know what's cool about the Titanic, though, when you think about it? <laughs> no, what's cool about it? <laughs> Okay, so the real sinking, all that was happening in the dark. There was no lights. Right. That was way cooler than how it was on the ship in the movie. Well, yeah, but they you couldn't see anything, though. All you could hear is splashing and sounds of dying. I know. That's awesome. <laughs> no, we're going to say llamas with hats. <laughs> <laughs> that's the sound of forgiveness. First screaming and then silence. <laughs> You're the iceberg, aren't you? You're the iceberg that hit the Titanic, aren't you? I may have played the iceberg in a stage production. (laughs) All right, we should probably get to this fucking movie. I'm related to the iceberg. (laughs) (laughs) My family, iceberg family, came over. On the Mayflower. On the Mayflower. We have a long history. And then floated off to fucking England so that it could look for boats to sink. Because oh. that's my family. That's your family. That sounds about right. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's get to this movie. Okay. We're going to make it short tonight. We <laughs> talked way too much. I know. Um, plus, I had hour, two hours and ten minutes to sink drug a little bit mm. for me. Uh, so it's 1830. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it is at the time where it's like kind of like the turning point of West Point. Mm-hmm. Um, Edgar Allan Poe really was there. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he was already a published poet at that time, but he was there. Um, and the murder happens. Yeah. Not really, but in this movie. In the movie. In the uh, book, well, too. It's not... Yeah, that was based on a book, right? Yes. You were saying... I really want to read the book. This is the same thing, The Pale Blue Eye. Okay. I hear it's better. Yeah, so did I. Okay. Well, when is it not better? When is I, the, book the book's better? always better, yeah. Um, it's, it's not even a murder. They think it's a hanging death, which I don't know why mm-hmm. they come to Landor. Um, he's a retired detective that they come to him to investigate it even though it's a suicide which it ends up not being a suicide right <laughs> yeah um, it's kind of weird that they wanted somebody to investigate what they thought was a suicide and then that guy's like it's not a suicide but they thought it was and they got somebody to invest yeah it doesn't make that doesn't really work um but they take him to the morgue to find out so there is so okay there's turmoil and this is true, apparently, to the time at West Point. My mom's, like, schooling me on this because, like, she reads a lot of historical novels. And oh, that's like that. cool. Um, and she loves this time period. And she says there really was turmoil between West Point and the government. The government didn't want West Point there. They were, there was a lot of, like, in arguing about the purpose of West Point. Mm-hmm. Now, that's turned around, obviously. We're very proud of West Point and our graduates from West Point, apparently. I don't know. I guess it's a thing. Um, Thanks to Sylvanus there. Oh, God. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. It's true. Um, but this is like, they wanted to keep it hush-hush because they didn't want the government to find out what's going on because they're already in turmoil. Right. So that's very accurate historically. So Cool. I don't, I don't know, but anyway, um, so they go, Landor goes in and goes to the, because he was in the morgue, the guy's in the morgue. While he was in the morgue, his heart was taken out by somebody. But not the morticians. Not the morticians. Well, no. And yeah, and it's Because they don't do that. They don't do that. I mean, they they take it out away, but then they put it back. I mean. Yeah. If they they do an autopsy. Do an autopsy, yeah. Um, Dr. Marquis, the doctor on staff at West Point, and he is, his son is one of the cadets there. And um, he's the one that did, I don't even think he did an autopsy. He did a... uh, examination of the body yeah i was gonna say they examine the corpse yeah yeah um but based on where landor landor was at the hanging site when poe's like well it's almost like he he died in a sitting point he like was sitting it wasn't like he was hanging from the tree when he was found Hmm. so like obviously he wasn't hung somebody hung him right and then they find physical evidence around the rope that show that suggests that he was actually somebody strangled him with it. Yeah, um, there were marks on his neck and fingers too. Yeah, that would suggest that he was murdered, like he was fighting, trying to get free. Mm-hmm. And um, he wasn't even supposed to be there. He was supposed to be somewhere, like in bed or something. And a cadet relieved him by he said an officer that he didn't know, but it was an officer based on the stripes on the coat. But the weird thing is, only one sleeve had the stripes, mm-hmm. which I'm going to ask you about this later. Remind me. Okay. Okay. Um, so because of Poe's insights, 
basically Landor decides to hire him as like kind of like an assistant like kind of like a spy too, like find out information from your classmates in school and blah 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 um and he tells he tells Landor too that he never knew who this student was hold on please hold okay fry fry was the guy that died he never mm-hmm. knew fry that's why he told Landor who never met him mm-hmm. um which comes important later Oh, and Fry was clutching a note. Oh, yes, that's right. But it's only part of a note. Right. So, and actually, Landor gives that to Poe to try to figure out what he can from it. Which Poe actually comes back, like, the next night, having figured most of it out. Yeah, yes. Um, he was able to deduce that it was summoning Fry to a secret meeting. Mm-hmm. Which they then assumed it was a woman. Yeah. Which Landor already figured that out. Yeah. Can we just spoil this? No, not yet. Fine. Fine. Um, all right. In the meantime, um, while they're trying to figure this shit out, um, there's been animals, farm animals, butchered in the area. Mm-hmm. Like, and they're calling, causing a fervor that they've got like some kind of weird killer on the loose. Yeah, because their hearts have been removed, just like the guys. Mm-hmm. And they think it's like a, uh, a black magic ritual because they actually go to the ice house where the actual murder, where they think the secondary, they call it the second murder scene because that's where the heart was taken out. Yeah. Is the ice house and there's all these like satanic, they're not satanic though, they're pentagrams on the yeah. floor. Pentagrams aren't satanic, satanic yeah. Are right. They? No. Well, an upside down pentagram is a satanic pentagram, yeah. Okay. They, but don't is. wicked use pentagrams too though they do right side up yeah oh uh, okay i got you a satanic pentagrams upside down mm-hmm. okay which we don't even know which way it was going it was a pentagram yeah I, yeah it's really hard to tell i mean which way is which unless it's like unless you're looking straight down at it or something so um landor is encouraging poe to um get really acquainted with his classmates mm-hmm. like there's like a you know, try to figure out who would be interested in like something dark magic-y or, and he tricks some of his um, classmates to say, he was like, oh, I don't want to name names, but someone was talking to me about dark magic or something. I, I don't even know what it was because it was a couple days ago we saw this, but he, he like, he alluded to the fact that somebody was trying to um, talk to him about dark magic mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, is it Marquis? And he's like, I don't want to say, but then he figures out like Marquis is apparently into dark magic. So then he kind of infiltrates his little friend group. Yeah. Which includes, um, Stoddard and Ballinger as well. And, um, they go to, they're getting invited They They have a poker game and Poe's kind of taken into their group. And eventually Marquis invites him back to his house where we meet, um, his sister, Leia and his mother, Julia. And of course, Dr. Marquis, who's at the cadet house. And Ballinger has a crush on Leia. And Poe gets a crush on Leia, too. Yeah, he does. Like, is this the only chick? We know it's not the only chick in the fucking city, but still, you know. <laughs> and it, <sighs> What is it with this chick? She got beer-flavored nipples? What is that from? <laughs> Ten things I hate about you. That's what it is. Love it. Love it. Um... While this is going on, I should backtrack a little bit. We get through discussion and through backward glances, 
we get kind of like an idea of uh, Landor's life. His wife died a couple years ago from an illness. Supposedly, his his daughter Maddie then ran off with a man. That's the story we're given. Mm-hmm. So we keep seeing him having nightmares or visions of her in this dress and running away and like this whole thing mm-hmm. throughout this whole movie. But anyway, back to uh, back to to Poe and Leia. You need to stop and blow your nose? No, I think I'm good right now. Okay. I'm okay. Um, Batlinger's not a fan of Poe getting cozy with Leia. Like, mm. Poe actually takes her out to the cemetery on a date. Yeah. That's my kind of guy. Yeah. Um, and Batlinger's not really happy with this because he's into Leia. So he jumps, he jumps Poe and beats the shit out of him. Before Lander comes across them and pulls him off. And then suddenly, Ballinger goes missing. That's mm-hmm. weird. Oh, look. He's found hanged with both his heart and his genitals removed. Mm, That's yummy. weird. And then, of course, Stoddard goes missing. He's the third cadet. He's also part of their little friend group. He goes missing. Um, they say everything was taken out of his room. He's just gone completely. They think that it's because... He's next in line. Something somebody gave him this this thought that he's next in line to be killed, and with this black magic. So, um, based on their inner their interactions with the Marquis family, which can we talk about this family for a second? Yeah, creepy as fuck. Yeah, like did you get an incestuous vibe from them? Like totally, like especially with the mother and the son. Like, isn't he a handsome boy? It was weird. Detective. It was just creepy. Yeah, it was straight up creepy. And like the way the dad, like, it reminded me of um, I don't know if you ever watched this old round Rick movie. It's a horrible fucking movie called Mesmer. Oh yeah, I've seen Mesmer. Where the uncle. Thanks to you. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. I'm so sorry. Um, the uncle who does rape his niece. Like, like, just how he puts his hand possessively on her shoulder while she's playing the piano or whatever. It is the same fucking hand that Dr. Marquis puts on his daughter. It's like the same kind of creepiness. No, creepy. Okay, so, like, I got a really bad, like, incestuous vibe from this family. It creeped me the fuck out. And then, later, when the brother is... No, I just... I got a weird vibe. Did you get the same vibe? Yeah, it was a weird vibe. Okay, good. It wasn't just me. I'm like, this is creepy. This family's fucking creepy. I mean, besides everything else they're doing. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for... Uh... Validating. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you for validating my thoughts. Too far away from my... Thank you for validating my thoughts on uh, the creepiness <laughs> of this family. Okay. Give me one second. Sure. Does the deer scare you away that you put up curtains? No. Where the deer looking at you? Wasn't this in the office where the deer were looking at you in the backyard? No, that was where I made ear, eye contact with the deer and it almost like broke its leg trying to get away from me because it was so startled when we made eye contact. Your way of protecting the deer? No, that was from when it was really cold because there's a unit in that window and it's not closed. Okay, I got you. I'm just fucking with you. Okay. Anyway, back to the movie. Sorry. Um... 
So Leia, we find out she suffers from these weird seizures. It happens when her and Poe are on estates. Yeah. And, um, but she says she's fine. It's fine. This is fine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like Poe thinks she died. Yeah. He's like, oh my God, she's dying right in front of me. At least we're in a cemetery. We don't have to go far. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. Okay. All right. So some for some reason they Landor and Poe. Oh, that's why. Okay, because Thayer and um, Fuckface. What's Fuckface's name? You're not helping. You're just looking at me. You're looking at me with those eyes. I don't know who Fuckface is. Hitchcock. Thank you. Oh, all right. They both want to close the lid on this because, again, they don't want the government knowing what's going on. So they both close the list and they say, well, they say Stoddard was the murderer. Okay, Stoddard was the murderer. We're closing shit up. That's it. Yeah. We're in a closed case. He ran away. He ran away because he was going to get caught. So um, Landor and Poe were invited to the Marquis' house for dinner. Marquis family house. And... While Poe has them distracted, Lander goes searching just randomly after after Julie has this crazy fit at the table. Like she just freaks out. Do you remember what that was even about? No. Where Julia was like um, the mother. She's like freaking out. Uh, I'm trying to remember it. Hold on one second. No, it doesn't say. Of course it doesn't say. But he finds a officer's uniform that's got one set of stripes and the other arm doesn't, like like was described earlier. Mm-hmm. And he breaks it down and he confronts them, saying that, the, you know, this is what was witnessed at the scene of the crime. You know, this officer with this coat. Right. An officer with this coat. So he accuses both Dr. Marquis and um, his son. Mm-hmm. And they're like... Dr. McKee's like, well, it was my brother's, but yes, we have, he does admit they resorted to black magic to cure Leia's seizures. Seizures. Yes. And it was them. Meanwhile, um, his son and Leia have taken Poe and drugged him. Yeah. So he wakes up and Artemis and Leah are totally about to cut his heart out. Yeah. They're in the ice house where they did the other ritual and they've got him tied to a bed. That's it. What have you? It looks like a gurney or something. And just as about, just as they're about to cut into his heart and get chest and get his heart, which he's totally fine with, by the way. He's like, yes, I love you. And she's like, if you want true love, you'll give me your heart. And he's like, I love you. Yes. Ugh, um, luckily, Lander comes in and um, rescues him at the time. But unfortunately, um, because of his um, scuffle with Artemis, That's not going to stop her. You're going to have to close the door. She'll push it open. Thanks. Okay. Because of a scuffle with Artemis, Leia knocks over the candle they're using, lights the whole fucking thing on fire, and a rafter comes down and crushes her just like out of Carrie 2. 
It's fantastic. Yes. And um, this is where Artemis gets kind of creepy about his sister, like the way he's cradling her and won't leave. And then the whole fucking roof falls on him. Yeah, and he dies. So, so uh, Arter Landor is able to rescue Poe and Julia, who's just... Mm, he should have left Julia behind. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, he should have. Um, he lets them... He, the other two die. The kids die. So, um... Well, he couldn't really do anything for no, them. They're probably already dead. <laughs> so, Landor is excused and thanked for his service, and he goes back off to his little cottage. Yeah. And Poe shows up. Yeah. And way back in the day when, uh... Landor recruited Poe. He wrote him a note, left him a note like, hey, meet me so-and-so place. Mm-hmm. And Poe realized, he compared the note that was in Fry's hand to the note that Landor left and realized they matched. Dun-dun-dun! So Landor tells this story about his daughter. And his daughter was at the military ball that, that West Point holds. Mm-hmm. And that night as she was coming home, she was taken by three cadets and raped. Fry, Ballinger, and Stoddard. Obviously. Yes. So, like, a year later, she throws herself off a cliff? Yeah. It, yeah. It's like, a, it, I don't think, I don't even know if it was a full year. She she couldn't deal. No. And yeah, she, there's this cliff right by their their cottage. And she just eats Convenient. herself. She does eat herself. Poor girl. I know. It's terrible. And Landor wants his revenge. So, he actually... Here's my question, though. How does he get the coat from Marquis' house unless it was Artemis and Leia in the coats and he just came across them? It's so confusing how this happens because he comes, he, he writes the note to have Fry meet him at the tree and he fucking kills Fry with the rope. Mm-hmm. But then Leia and Marquis come across the um, Artemis come across the body to cut the heart out. Mm-hmm. They startle Lander and he goes away. But that one cadet said an officer with one like the one jacket mm-hmm. is who relieved him. And he would have recognized Artemis. He was another cadet, right? But how did Lander get the jacket unless Leia was in the jacket? I don't. That part is like a little tricky for me. It's like yeah, hmm. I don't know. Um, or Landor planted it, like he stole it from Marquis, but I mean, that's, I'd have to watch it again. again. Yeah. Yeah. So that part's tripping me up, but yeah, so it was Landor that killed Fry and -hmm. tricked him to meet there. And they just came across this, you know, like bonus victim. They needed a heart. There's a dead body. They harvested the heart. And then to throw suspicion off him, Landor kills the sheep and the cows and the farm animals. And then he strings up Ballinger. Yep. And then Stoddard just got away. Stoddard just fucked Fucked off. Stuttered yeeted himself right out of the movie. Well, yeah, because um, and Ballinger gave him up because Landor even asked Ballinger as he was killing, you know, as he was choking him, like who else was involved. And the only reason he found Fry is because Leia pulled off a medal from his jacket oh, that you night. Mean, um, Maddie. Maddie pulled off. Yes, thank you. Pulled off a um a medal from his jacket that night. Maybe it was uh, Fry that gave the other two up. Which have you? Which have you? Doesn't matter. Yeah. People died. And it was Lander that killed them all. Yes, it was. And then he cut off the channels from that guy, too. Yes, he did. He, he did a thing. He did. And it was all just fortuitous for Leia. I mean, here's dead bodies everywhere. They got lucky. Right, yeah. 
Um, but Poe says, you know, he's got the handwriting samples. I mean, and Lander's like, what are you going to do with this? He's like, well, I've got the evidence right here. And then he chucks it in right into the, the, the candle and it lights on the fire. Yeah, he away. lights the evidence on fire and walks away and leaves. And um, the last scene is Lander's headed to the cliff's edge where Maddie yeeted herself. <laughs> and you think he's going to yeet himself, but he really just, um, he finally lets her hair ribbon float away. And he says, rest, my love. Yes, like a very symbolic goodbye scene. Yes. The end. The end. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I love that most of these actors are British and they all affected like fantastic American accents. Yeah. I especially loved Melling's Poe. Mm-hmm. He reminded me of a young Poe. Like, yeah, the, his, like the way they had him made up. And his accent was very good too. Yes. Which we're fans of Poe. We didn't mention this part. But yeah. Every year, usually, we go to see David Keltz. We used to when he used to. COVID killed that. Yeah. But not coming um, back at all? No. Not that I've heard. Um, He didn't this year, so. Okay. I I think he's pretty old now. I don't know if he's still doing it anymore. Let me see. I don't know either. Uh Yeah, he was doing it as of October 2nd, 2022. Well, he didn't come back to the. he didn't come back to the um, Garfield Museum, so Which he hasn't been here. We miss him. Yeah, he usually um, every year the Garfield Museum around Halloween time will have David Keltz come and perform as Edgar Allan Poe, and he recites um, a couple of his stories, and it's a really fantastic evening. He's a very uh, personable guy and very charming and his Poe is very very good so um, yeah we're big Edgar Allan Poe fans we have our favorite stories that he recites and everything so yeah. what's your favorite Poe story mm-hmm. Cascade Montiato I knew you were going to say that I love it. <laughs> it's my first one it was one of the first ones I ever saw and it was on this, like, as a kid. And it was, like, this random late-night PBS thing, because I've had insomnia forever, and it was, like, 2 in the morning. And it was, like, almost like a play adaption of it, but it was on TV. It was very interesting. It was my first one I ever saw. I think I was, like, 8 or something. That's so, cool. Yeah. I never, I never learned about Poe until middle school when we actually read The Telltale Heart, and I was like... <gasps> Oh my gosh, this author is amazing. And then I read everything he's ever done. But do you remember? Because I wonder if this is one of those Mandela's. The Mandela effect? The Mandela effect. Okay. I wonder if this is. Do you remember the cartoon Beetlejuice? Yes. Do you remember them doing a Raven episode? No, I don't remember any of the episodes. I swear to God, there was an episode on the Beetlejuice cartoon of the Raven. I don't know why I think this, but I don't know. Anyway. So, um, what's your favorite one? Black Cat. Oh, the Black Cat. Yeah. I knew that one. Mm -hmm. I forget that one. Should... What did you think of this movie? Um, I enjoyed it. I thought the cast was really good. Um, 
The characters were interesting. It dragged in places. I definitely had trouble staying awake in certain places, but um, I liked the mystery, and I thought Christian Bale did a really good performance, which is big for me because I don't always like him. You don't like him? You don't like him screaming at, 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 at crew members? Yeah, what? no, I don't think that's a very uh, good look for someone. No. All right. So I should stop screaming at our crew members? Yeah, okay. probably. Otherwise, people are going to post that shit on TikTok and we're going to get in trouble. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> My gosh, I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, I am so glad that TikTok was not a thing and like cell phones with cameras weren't really a thing Just when I was media working. Wasn't. Social media wasn't a thing really when I was working retail because there could have been some really unflattering videos out there of me. There are still, don't worry. Oh, okay. I'm just kidding. There's a video of me being Bill the Pony. There is. Is there? <laughs> yes, there really is. My mom has it. Um, Mama Chaos has it. When I was Bill the Pony. Um, I actually have some fan fiction. Oh, really? There's no mixed yet, uh, but it's on Archive of Our Own. So. Oh. If you're interested in fan fiction for this movie... What's the pairing? Uh, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's mixed. Let me go check, though. No, no, no. I mean the people oh. pairing. Um, the ship. Poe and Landor, Poe and Landor, Poe and Landor, Poe and Landor. Oh. Oh, this one's Poe and Maddie Landor. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Quill. But the rest are Augustus Landor and Poe. Interesting. Because that's really what Archive Verone is all about, is Slash. So. Well, you know. Nothing wrong with that. No. We enjoy it. Anyway. Um, I will say, too, that... Um, I think we talked about a lot of the trivia. Did you have trivia? Oh, the book, you said. I just... I knew it was based off of a book by the same name. And, um, yeah, that was pretty much it. And well, I knew that um, Augustus, the character of Augustus, was named for Poe's final short story, Landor's Cottage. So that's why he had the last name of Landor, and that's why he was in a cottage. Mm-hmm. So that's what that was after. That's what that was after, named after. Yep. So. But that's all I have. Um, should we rate, I guess? Okay. I guess it's my turn to rate because it's my movie, right? Yeah. I did enjoy it. I'll probably. God, that's a tough one if I watch it again. I don't know if I'd watch it again. Because while it was good, it did drag in places. And you know how I feel about the drag. And I could see myself, if I wasn't watching this for this podcast, I would have fallen asleep during it. I'll probably do like a 6.137. And I know what you're thinking right now, too. that How that's never stopped me before from falling asleep from a podcast movie. But shut up. <laughs> I can read your mind. What's your rating? Um, I'm going to give it a 7.5. I liked it. I probably would watch it again. I'm definitely going to. I tried to put a um, get a copy of the book from um, Libby, the online library. Okay. And uh, it's a like it's like a 16 week hold. Jesus. Yeah, but the audio book was available, so I got that. So I might listen to the audio book. Okay. I don't know. Like it depends. I'm gonna try. I'm uh, strangely as much as I love podcasts, I'm not a big audio book fan. But that's funny because I am not a podcast fan, but I am. I'm an audiobook fan. Riddle me that one. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. 
Neither of us make sense. We don't make opposite sense. opposite reasons. Oh, God. There's a lot wrong with us. <laughs> All right. Well, wrap us up and get us out of here. Let's pimp it. All right. Um, we are part of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcast Network. Morbidlybeautiful.com is your place for all things horror. And they have a great podcast network. So if you enjoy the show, you didn't enjoy the show, whatever, still go check out their podcast network because I'm sure you'll find a show that you love there. It's really awesome. You can um, check the link in the show notes for a description of all the shows on the network. And yeah, it'll be fun. So um, if you want to interact with us, you can reach out on social media. We are at Podcast at Night everywhere. We are on Facebook. We have a Facebook group. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Slasher. We're on Good Pods. Um, So check us out in those places. And join the Facebook group because we need more people in the Facebook group. Yeah, so... We'll let you in. We'll let you in. You just have to promise to not be an asshole. I mean, we're the only assholes allowed in that group, let's be honest. Yeah, that's different. (laughs) We're allowed to be assholes because it's our group, so fuck it. Um, Anyway, uh, we'd really appreciate a review. It takes like five minutes. You can review us wherever you happen to listen, and um, that helps us out a lot. So uh, thanks in advance for that, and... If you've got cash to flash, we do have a merch store that'll be linked in the show notes as well. So um, that's it for me, Chaos. I'll just say thanks for listening and stay bloodthirsty, friends. Good night from Carnage. And as always, we're filmed in front of a live studio audience of spider-disturbing cats. Little fucking brat. (laughs) 